Hello, I'm Gwenna Lathland, and this is the Mama Cusses Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all the cussable moments in parenting. Disclaimer, the Mama Cusses Podcast may have curse words, profanity, or adult topics. Okay, it will definitely have those things. If you have sensitive littles listening with you, now might be the time to pop on those headphones or go hide in the bathroom with your grown-up juice. All right, let's get this shit going. So today I have with me a fantastic human being. I met her on uh, social media, actually. I met her on TikTok. And her name is Megan Faldet. She is the owner of Cooley Kids Daycare. Megan, how are you doing today? I am amazing. How are you? I am doing absolutely fantastic. My kids are in bed. I get to pretend like I'm a grown-up for like 45 <laughs> whole minutes. My kids are in bed too, and it is so quiet. So tell me about the human beings that uh, you have spawned, procured, and or are otherwise responsible for. Do you have spouses, <laughs> siblings in your house? Yes. Uh, Four-legged okay. things? Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, my husband, Nate, um, we have been together for about 17 years, um, married for seven. Uh, we have three children, uh, Cameron, who is 13, Natalie, who is 10, and Oliver, who just turned three on Sunday. Uh, we, nice. also have, we also have two dogs and two cats and, and, a, and a bunch of cows. And a partridge in a pear tree. Got it. And yes, we are quite busy. <laughs> a bunch of cows. You were the first person to at least admit to me that I have just a bunch of cows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then you, now you own a daycare, but it is not a daycare center. It's a home daycare. Is that correct? That is correct. Awesome. So today on the Mama Cusses podcast, we are going to be talking about daycare. It has, for reasons that baffle me, it has always been this massive source of contention of whether you put your kid in daycare. If you put your kid in daycare because you have a career or need to work, uh, however you want to phrase that, you get shit for it. But if you step away from the workforce because you're required to, because you've got too many crotch spawn or, you know, you just choose to, you get shit for it. So today we're going to say fuck it and we're going to talk about uh, some daycare etiquette. We're going to talk about some stuff daycare owners and workers would like you to know. And uh, first, though, I want to discuss the merits of home daycare versus a, a corporate or a dedicated space daycare center. So you own a home daycare. What got you started in that, Megan? Well, I worked outside of the home for quite a while. Um, after my first daughter was born, I actually ended up getting laid off from my job. It was when mass layoffs were were happening in the company, the economy was in the tank. So it was just one of those things that happened. Um, and it the daycare career, I guess you can say, kind of fell into my lap. Yeah. Um, a lot of my friends were starting to have kids. 
Um, and I noticed a lot of people were searching for childcare and either there was nothing available or places were full or places had bad reviews. So oh my gosh, it those just, wait lists in the daycare world are stupid. Stupid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, so it all just, it all just kind of happened. It wasn't something that I, that I ever planned to do. <laughs> it's amazing how many careers involving mothers be like, well, this is what happened. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but you know, now looking at it, I don't think that I would want to ever go out, go working outside of the home ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very much an introvert, so I prefer to just be in my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For for we introverts, we're like quarantine, cool. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, very true. Like I'm, I'm a little bored with the inside of my house because at least every once in a while I could get out. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not that bothered. It's fine. It's fine. Same, same. <laughs> so okay, so when now i know in oklahoma home daycares are subject to the exact same laws as daycare centers is that true where you live or is that a fairly universal truth that you're aware um, of i i believe it's a a, a state to state okay um there are a lot of things that home daycares can do that actual centers are not able to do um such as like as far as like licensing goes um the daycare actual daycare centers they have such strict rules and regulations Mm -hmm. which is which is wonderful and it's incredibly important they're they're, they're there for for a reason exactly and home daycares are very similar. We have our set rules and regulations, whether you are licensed or unlicensed. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have to abide by these specific rules. They're just not, uh, they're just not as in-depth as uh, a daycare center would be. So if a parent is, is looking for a, a, a daycare provider, what... What is your number one reason for choosing a home provider over a center? Okay, so a home daycare will most of the time, and I will say most of the time because there are always going to be certain situations. Sure. Most of the time, a home daycare is going to provide a child with a more comfortable, homey type environment where they are allowed to have more one-on-one interaction, which, you know, babies and toddlers, they just need. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, they are... They thrive off that that sort of yeah, individual I mean, attention. Yes. I mean, and they are bottomless pits of need. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then with, uh, with daycare centers, they have, you know, they have the larger groups which is great for socialization of kids. Mm-hmm. And, and they also have multiple teachers per, per age group. You know, they'll usually have right. two teachers for infants, two teachers for toddlers, and so on and so forth. Right. Um, I, in my opinion, I prefer a home daycare 
Mm-hmm. Not just not just because I own and operate one. <laughs> but, well, I mean, kind of, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I, I would like to continue to work. So yeah, no, these are great. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. But you know, I, I think about it, you know, if I were to go back out into the workplace, and I needed daycare for my son who would need daycare, mm-hmm. I I would choose a home daycare simply because of the environment and that one-on-one attention. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a fantastic point. So my eldest, when she was in daycare, my littles aren't in daycare. Um, but my eldest, when she was in daycare, she went to a center and she went to a great center. I really, really enjoyed it, but I did notice, you know, they, at her daycare, they would give us this little end of day summary and every kid got the same one. And I have worked in daycares and I can almost guarantee you uh, around about three thirty, four o'clock when the teacher realized that the end of the day was coming up and parent pickup was going to start to happen within the next half hour. They went, oh, fuck. And then just wrote some shit down on the paper. <laughs> right. It's like copy and paste for every kid. Right. <laughs> Johnny had a wonderful day. Johnny didn't eat his green beans. Johnny didn't bite anybody today. Smiley face. <laughs> so that's, uh, I've, I've worked in daycares before. I know full well, and I knew at the time because I worked in, in daycare world when I was in college, a little bit after, but before I had my daughter, I knew damn well what they were doing. And it didn't bother me because ultimately I was paying them to make sure my child didn't die. And since they were handing me a child along with that fake ass paper, we're fine. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, looking back, it, if I were to return to the workforce, I, and I say this not because I have a home daycare owner guest on my podcast, shut up, don't judge me. I probably <laughs> really would seek out a home daycare setting, especially since now my littles have been in a home setting where there, yes, there are rules. Yes, there are boundaries because I am not a bad mother, but there's also a whole lot more freedom. Um, there, there's just a little bit more experiencing the environment that can happen in a home. And I would imagine that's the same in a home daycare, you know? Yeah. No, we yeah. don't have those weird climbing block things because they're like a thousand dollars a piece. We do, however, have a sofa. Have fun kids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I, I have looked into those climbing blocks and they, I, I could have shit myself. It was so expensive. I, I, it was ridiculous. I'm like, nope, yeah. we're, we're just going to go run around in the yard today. You guys, we don't yeah. need this fancy climbing equipment. Which if, if you have the means to provide that for your kids, if I had the means to provide that for my kids, I shit talk it because I'm too broke to afford it. But if I weren't too broke to afford it, I'd be like, yeah, give me all of them, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not like saying, oh, well, you're such an entitled parent if you bought these for your kids. No, I'm, I'm jelly. Like, I'm jealous. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and I am too. You know, if, if, you know, if I made bank, it was, you know, I would definitely have them because I would, I mean, I would play on them. They look right. fun. <laughs> Right. I saw a TikTok of somebody who had bought their child this like super arrangeable climbing block set. And it was like, I would replace my whole couch with that. Uh, I don't think my husband would like it, but fuck him. He's not in the house all the time. Um, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So 
Now, let's let's be perfectly frank because we want to paint listeners a really good picture. So we know what the positives are of a home daycare. What do you think are some of the things that maybe as a single home provider, you maybe can't do as well as some of the bigger, more funded, more, you know, structured chaos centers can? What, what are some maybe cons of home daycare over center? So some of the cons that I have personally experienced is my ability to transport kids to and from different places. If mm, I wanted yeah. to take them, if I wanted to take them to the zoo or a museum or to a park, right. I am, I am limited because my vehicle will only hold like <laughs> six people, Right. you know, and that it just won't work with all the giant Car seats, seats, that won't work. Um, Another another drawback I would say is my ability to have a larger group. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to have more than four kids in my house at a time. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, not including my children, because then I have like six here. Um, But I... I would love the opportunity to be able to have a larger group. But when you are in an in-home setting, we are limited to how many kids we are legally allowed to have. Right. Which well, is which is a good thing. Sure, sure. I mean, it's, it's kinda, the health and safety of the kids. Well, exactly. I mean, another potential drawback is... You know, if if you've ever had a toddler, and I'm going to go ahead and assume most of my listeners have had, do have, or will soon have toddlers, um, you know that there are times that that toddler gets personally offended with you for no good reason. And the really only way to calm them quickly, efficiently, is to let the other partner handle it. And single yeah. moms know the pain because there's just no, I realize you're angry at me, but you still have to put on your fucking pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where where in a center where typically they do have at least two teachers, you know, they, they have to worry about ratios, kid kid to caregiver ratios, where they at least normally have two teachers, there's always that, okay, well then go talk to Miss Shannon because you still have to wear pants. She's gonna tell you the same thing, but maybe you won't try to eat her while she puts on your pants. <laughs> yeah, so you know that and that's a that's a really good point. I guess I I didn't I didn't think about that. Um, But, but yeah, I mean, that's having, having an extra hand to help here would be fucking amazing. But right. And all the, all the stay at homes are like, yeah, huh? Yeah. Keep bitching. Okay. Right. (laughs) Yeah. If my kid gets mad at me there, well, all right, you're still putting on pants. I will pin you to the ground if I have to, but you're still putting them on. Right. It's like, if we have to go out in public, you have to wear pants. Right. <laughs> Turns out there's some legality things going on. You don't give a fuck about, but I have to because they'll arrest me, not you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are going to take a really quick break to hear from our sponsors, the wonderful human beings that continue to support the Mama Cusses podcast. We'll be right back after that break. And we're back. We're talking with Megan Faldet, owner of Cooley Kids Daycare. And Megan, let's go ahead and let's hit some kind of important topics. So 
when you have a kid, you are magically expected to know a whole bunch of shit that nobody tells you about. Like you're just supposed to know. And one of those things is if you choose or need to be a working parent and have to daycare your kids, how do you go about finding a daycare that suits you, that suits your kids uh, and, and that's going to meet your needs? What are some things that she should be looking for or asking? Okay, so first off, definitely talk to your friends, talk to your family, ask around, you know, even your coworkers, you know, do you know any daycare centers? Do you know if they have openings? Do you know if there are any home daycares? Do you know if they have openings? Can I have their number? That's obviously going to be your first step is finding the fucking daycare. <laughs> just just phone book stab. That's what I did. No, I'm kidding. I did research. <laughs> um so i just dated myself too about half the audience went phone what right (laughs) (laughs) what's a phone book (laughs) all right so you network to to find some leads what comes after that okay so when you do find that that daycare whether it be home or whether it be a center uh you you're going to want to call and maybe do a phone interview before you do an actual in-person interview. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that as, as a provider, I can find out a lot about my families just by talking to them on the phone so that I can hear their tone. I can, if I can hear their tone of voice mm-hmm. or if I can hear their kids in the background, I can kind of, I can, I can see how they interact with their kids. You know, if right. they're, you know, if they're screaming at their kids, shut the fuck up, you know, then it's kind of like, okay, well, maybe their kid is just being a jerk. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, I'm not gonna judge for <laughs> no <laughs> no I, you know I have totally yelled at my own children not my daycare kids but my own children to shut the fuck up when I'm on the phone yes. um, which I'm sure the majority of us moms have done <laughs> yeah or at least thought it or like thrown the slipper I've thrown the slipper before <laughs> So I didn't have to interrupt the conversation with the grown person that I was having. I just take myself and give them the mom look. Oh yeah. Yeah. The mom look. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things that I think parents, especially new parents, and this is no shame on new parents. There's a lot of shit you're supposed to know and you don't, but I, I think new parents get so wrapped up in, I need to be accepted by the daycare when really it's kind of the other way around. Yes. They do need to accept you. They do need to have space for you, but you need to accept them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's, and it's, it's, it's hard, you know, looking as, especially as a first time parent, looking at all of these daycare options. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know, in, in bigger cities, people don't know who the providers are. They're not typically friends or family with them. We're like in my town, we have a population of like 1500. So it's very, <laughs> it's very small. It's a tight knit community. I, yeah. I know, I, I know all of my families, a lot of them I grew up with and right. my, my kids have grown up with their kids. Right. So, so in, in my situation, it was, it's a little easier for the parents to find childcare, but in the right. bigger cities, it's hard to find somebody that you can trust with your child because it is the most precious thing you have and you are leaving them with essentially a stranger and hoping right. that your child is going to come back okay. 
Right. No, it's 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 very stress inducing because, you know, parents don't have enough of that. Yeah. When I worked one of the daycares that I worked with uh, was a church based daycare and they had a policy which I find cloying and unnecessary. Uh, it does not fit my parenting style at all. However, that doesn't mean that it's a it's a bad system, but it was the love first and no such thing as no. So if I had to tell a child, you cannot bite your friend, I couldn't say the words cannot or don't or no. I had to speak in positive tongue and they trained us on how to do that. And it was it was kind of effective. Two year olds don't give a fuck. But <laughs> there were a lot of parents in that daycare that just loved that system. And it was how they communicated with their kids at home. It was it was great if you're into that. However, me as a parent, no, if my kid's being an asshole, go ahead and tell them they're being an asshole and maybe don't let them bite Sally. You know, like I'm fine if you tell them no. They're gonna hear it a lot in their lives. But that's just an example right. of the daycare itself right. is fantastic not a fit for my family. Right. The uh, touching on that, the not being able to say, no, you cannot. (laughs) And maybe this is just my opinion, (laughs) but doesn't that maybe set kids up for For epic life disappointment? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, okay, Johnny, welcome to your new job. No, you can't do that. Are they going to throw their se- themselves on the floor and throw a hissy fit like a toddler would because they were never told no? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like I said, some some parents choose the the very love first approach. I did not enjoy it. And in fact, when I quit that daycare, I walked I walked into my my director because a parent had gotten on to me because I had restricted their child from playtime for a short while because she was a biter and she was having a bad day and everybody's entitled to those, but we needed some space from our friends before Miss Gwenna lost her mind. (laughs) And this mom was particularly displeased that I had restricted her child's playtime. I'm like, she's two. That's all she's fucking got is playtime. Uh, I don't care if we call it nap or lunch. It's playtime to her. Um, I walked out in the middle of the child sentence. I walked into my director's office and said, you know what? Fuck this. No. And then just walked out. It was not the way to quit a job, but it was very gratifying. (laughs) Well, it it sounds like in that situation, I probably would have done the same thing. (laughs) Kids have to learn. They have to learn consequences. If you're going to, if a kid is going to bite, they have to be told no or you know, right. kept separate from the other kids, they they have to learn that, no, that behavior is not acceptable. Not right. Okay. So back to looking for daycare, a wandering off Gwenna's experience with quitting daycare <laughs> jobs in irresponsible, not adult ways. I was like 19. It was fine. What do you think is probably, and I know it's going to vary from family to family, situation to situation. What do you think is the most important question that you can ask a potential daycare provider? Make sure they have a contract. Oh, okay. That is, I mean, if, if I could give anybody looking for daycare a piece of advice, make sure your, your daycare, whether it be a home daycare or a center, make sure they have a contract or a handbook. You as the parent need to understand what is expected of not just you, the parent and your child, but what you can expect from your provider. 
if they don't supply you with a contract, I consider that a red flag. No, all right. All right. That's good. No, I mean, we're taught as adults. We, we look for job descriptions. We are supposed to be honest on our resumes. You know, we we're supposed to communicate with our spouses healthily and regularly. It makes sense that we would need to do the same thing with the total strangers we're entrusting with our spawn. Exactly. Um, you know, and even, and it doesn't have to be a hugely in-depth contract or, right. or handbook, but basically something that just says, Hey, these are my hours. These are my rates. This is what our daily schedule looks like. Um, if you have pets, I have, you know, I have pets. So I have a disclosure in there that I have mm -hmm. parents sign because as much as I, my animals are, are wonderful and they are great with children, but they're still animals. Things right. happen, yeah. you yeah. know, so you have to have that. Right. Um, but, you know, a, a, even just a very basic contract, something that you and the provider both sign, you keep a copy, he or she keeps a copy. That way you can, you can reference it where if the provider is doing something against their contract rules, you have the ability to pull out that contract and be like, um, no. This is, yeah, this, and, this isn't how you said it was going to work, bitch. Exactly. And vice versa. You know, like if, if a parent is trying to, you know, work one over on you as far as, you know, say not wanting to pay you and say, oh, I'll get you on Monday. You can say, uh, no. Well, you then sign you can the take time. your kid until Monday, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, you, you signed it. You said you were going to pay on time. This is, this is how it is. This is a business. Yeah, you can't you can't just tell the grocer I'm gonna pay you on Monday for the groceries I'm buying on Friday. Cool, you can pick up your groceries on Monday then. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Right, so when you you select a daycare center, you find one whose ideologies and teaching methodologies fit your family, fit your parenting style. You've got the contract in place, but now you've got to kind of embark upon this really kind of important relationship with your daycare provider, what are some tips or tricks or hacks or just general things you wish parents understood more about communicating with your daycare provider about your child or their progress or whatever? Okay. So I honestly, I can't stress enough how important it is to communicate with your daycare provider. We, we as providers, we want you to ask us questions. I even, I tell all of my parents in their initial interview, if you have questions or comments or concerns, please let me know. I am not going to, I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to get mad at you. I'm not going to call you a bitch. I want you, I want you to talk to me so that I can address your questions and concerns because that's part of my job. Right. Right. Um, um, if, and if, if you are having issues with your with your child in daycare or the provider just talk to us yeah so my daughter's daycare did this fantastic thing where every monday um and and they told us you know this is just a thing if you don't have time because you're running late we get it but it would be really helpful if you could give us two minutes and we'll ask you a few questions about how the weekend was going my daughter was going to daycare at the time that she was also potty training and so every monday the teacher would be like how'd she do on potty training did she have any accidents 
And yeah. first of all, it gave me the sense that this teacher really was rooting for my kid to potty train. First of all, because she changed a shit ton of this child's diapers too. I get that. But she was also, you know, on my side. She wanted to know. It also gave them vital information about how progress was going. Did we go a little longer in between accidents? Did we indicate that we needed to poop? You know, did these massive things, which can happen in a day or an hour in the potty training world, did those things happen this weekend? And how do we adjust as her daycare provider to continue supporting you getting your kid to piss in a pot? And that was beautiful. I loved it. That's that is amazing that your daycare did that. Um, it's it's so important for yeah. you know I I want to know you know what my daycare kids did when they're not here so that I mm-hmm. so that I know if you know if they move to a new house or mm-hmm. God God forbid parents got divorced or they mm-hmm. had a new baby or they got a new puppy or a kitty. I want to know this stuff. I mean, not right. because not because I am a nosy Nelly, but because I am with your child for yeah. 10 to 12 hours a day. Right. Right. And some, some of those things are going to spawn some behaviors. Exactly. You know, and I, and I have dealt with a lot of those negative behaviors because of things that have impacted the child when, when they weren't here. And mm-hmm. it was hard because I wasn't communicated with. Right. So I didn't so I didn't understand where this behavior was coming from. Where are these where, why are these crying breakdowns and these tantrums? Why where is this coming from because this <laughs> child is normally not like this. What right. happened? One of my uh daycare center directors, not the love first one, one of the other ones. I worked for a few <laughs> different daycares. Um she said one of the most pivotal things that has really stuck with me, even after I stopped working, when I had my own kids that were a kid that was in daycare, um, she said, ultimately, we're not your child's parent, but we need to be able to stand in for you while you support your kid in another way. So if you're having a rough patch at home, it's helpful for us to know that because we can support your child while you deal with what you need to deal with to better provide for them. If you yeah. got a brand new puppy, we want to celebrate that with your kid. We want to encourage them to talk about their brand new puppy because that's what you would do if you were home with them today. You're supporting your child by going to work, by pursuing your career, by following your dreams. Whatever has landed your kid in daycare, you're doing it because you need to do that for them and we need to be able to support you doing that which means we need to know what's going on right exactly exactly like we're not trying to replace you as a mom or dad but we want to support you being a mom or being a dad which means we need to know some shit because honestly we see your kid more in a weekday than you do (laughs) that was exactly that was that was the underlying context i was like i I get that i get that yeah (laughs) all right so what else, what, what, is there anything else that you need parents to know about communicating, about supplies? One thing that I, that I, that I will say is when you pick up your child from, from daycare, we providers need parents to understand that we woke up very early in the morning mm-hmm. and we probably won't, and we probably won't get to bed until pretty late at night. And we have been with your children all day changing diapers kissing boo-boos 
giving <laughs> giving cuddles, sitting on the floor and building blocks and playing Barbies. We are trying to get them to eat nutritious meals. We are working our butts off and we are tired. So please, when you pick up your child, please, for the love of God, do not stick around for 25 minutes talking to me about your in-laws or your bad day or religion or politics, because frankly, I am too tired to give a shit. <laughs> like if you need to tell me about the kid, fine, do that. Take as long yes. as you need. But if you yeah. need to tell me that your neighbor put up a support Trump sign and you're a little annoyed, fuck off. Exactly. It's like I, you know, and, and I, I feel bad kind of, you know, pushing my families out the door. You know, I want them to, to be comfortable enough to talk with me about things, but some things they are too comfortable talking to me about. <laughs> I'm, I'm, one, I'm one of those. I'm wildly, simply <laughs> awkward. Just, just and random I totally person at Walmart. Oh my God. I had the weirdest period. Have you ever had one of these? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm that person. I'm sorry. Oh, no. And, you know, in, in most situations, I I am definitely one that fills the awkward silence with awkward chit chat. But when it, <laughs> when, it, when it comes to the daycare, I, I, I try hard to kind of separate the, right. the, the business from the right. French, from the friendship. Yeah. Like you know? if, if you want to chat politics, I love you. Let's do that. Can you come over Saturday round about two? We'll have some tea. Right. Exactly. It's like, let's not do this during daycare hours. Let's not do this in front of the kids because they right. don't need, you know, and, and kids are sponges. They're going to, you know, if, if, if the child is, you know, out listening to the, the parent vent about whatever, um, it, they're listening to everything that you say. Right. And I'm right. going to repeat the, that. The risk for me, especially me, because I am not good with filters, um, the risk for me is not that they will hear and absorb information that they may not be ready for. The risk is that they're going to absorb information for and repeat it back wrong. Yes. And repeat it back to a person that you don't want to hear that. Right. Right. Because, you know, kids, kids don't have the filters that that adults do and they don't they don't understand what they say might be considered uh, inappropriate right or right. or like, offensive to people <laughs> so true story my my eldest again my youngest are so young there's not a whole lot of stories but my eldest was about 7 and she had a terrible habit of telling half a story verbally and the other half of the story would stay inside her head. So we were over at a friend's house and this was a fairly fresh friend. We had just moved to the neighborhood. We were just hanging out. And my daughter, out of the blue, blurted out, daddy beat mommy. And then she stopped. Oh. Now oh, no. what she meant to say was daddy beat mommy at the game of Monopoly we played last night, which was true. But that other half of the story stopped inside her head. Oh. We didn't go back over to that person's house. So oh. yeah, no, kids repeat stupid shit at the worst times. Yes, I do. Can I can I tell a story of my own that, that yes. okay. 
So we were shopping at, at Target. And this was back when my oldest, who was 13, she was three, maybe four. I don't think she was in school yet. We were just shopping and going up and down the aisles. And there was an elderly couple that was coming toward us. And mind you, we live in a in a pretty old farmhouse with plaster and and with the plaster and lath walls. Yeah. And they're the house is old, so some of the walls have some cracks in them. She proceeded to tell this old couple that we live in a crack house <laughs> <laughs> because of the cracks in the walls. And I I had to jump in front of her and be like, no, 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 no. We do not live in a crack house. Oh my God. I I don't think I had ever been more embarrassed in my entire life. And my husband just looked at me. His face was bright red, and I felt like I was going to throw up. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, kids suck in the best ways. Yes. <laughs> like, in the moment that they're being sucky, you're like, I'm, this this is how I die. I die in Target. Apparently the resident <laughs> of, of a crack house. That's This is yes. how we die. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But, you know, fast forward 10 years and you're like, yeah, no, that time that you told total strangers that daddy beat mommy. Yeah, no, that's funny now. It wasn't then. Yeah. yeah it's just like now we have a we have a very funny story to tell now. But, yeah, I could have just died on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, OK, well, this is how I'm going out. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Judgment, shame and scorn. That's what killed me. Put that on my headstone, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Uh, this is, I've got one final question for you before we wrap up. And I asked this of all of my guests. Sure. So if you had a megaphone and you could talk to every mom on the planet for one minute, what is the one thing you would be sure they hear you say? Oh boy. Oh, there are a lot of things that I wish I could say. <laughs> you've got, you've um, got one thing you can tell them. Take a break. Okay. Take a fucking break <laughs> because whether you are married in a relationship, have a partner are single, if you are a mom, you work your ass off from yeah. sun up to sundown and you deserve a goddamn break. Say it with me, kids. Taking care of yourself is taking care of your kids. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we've got for today. I appreciate you being on the Mama Cusses podcast with me, Megan. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. I'm so glad that I got to do this. We need to say thank you to our sponsors for their continued support and to the Fox sisters for the use of their song Stuck on You as the intro and outro of our podcast. Please be sure to hit up mamacusses.com for this week's show notes. Uh, if you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like to hear on Mama Cusses podcast, or if you would like to be a guest on the Mama Cusses podcast, drop me an email at mamacusses at gmail.com. Be sure to follow me on TikTok and Instagram. I'm Mama Cusses. Join the Mama Cusses Facebook Facebook group. Uh, all of that link information is on mamacusses.com. You guys are the most awesome audience. I love you a whole bunch. And uh, that's it for this week. Stay fierce, bitches. <laughs>
a mom-owned small business out of my home state of Oklahoma. Pink and Pearl makes the most delicious and beautiful wax melts and aromatic aids I've ever seen. These are handmade and veritable works of art. Seriously, I can't decide whether to melt them or display them. Ultimately, they get melted because the scent combinations Pink and Pearl have created are unbelievable and they actually scent the room. Go check out her brilliant line at shoppinkandpearl.com. Enter promo code MAMACUSSES for 15% off your order of $5 or more. That's shoppinkandpearl.com, promo code MAMACUSSES.